Hi love, I'm Kath. Welcome to the Rising Modern Woman Podcast. I'm a lifestyle blogger and a mindset mentor. If you love personal development, spirituality, and manifestation, this podcast is meant for you. Here, I share golden nuggets that can help you as you navigate life and create the life of your dreams. Hi everyone! I hope that you're all having a great day. I'm so excited to talk about today's topic. I have a lot of lingering thoughts to share about it and for the past couple of days, I have been thinking really hard about this. I'm recording this two days after a Scorpio full moon and the energy of that full moon has been quite heavy for me because it forced me to reassess my relationships. Anyway, let's get on with the episode. A random fact about me, I don't really like talking about things over the phone and my closest friends know that I'm more of a texter. Somehow, starting this podcast gave me a new experience when it comes to communicating. I think that I learned to enjoy pouring my heart out without the pressure of a live audience. Let's get on with the meat of this episode. When it comes to friendships, it's actually fair to say that I experienced the polar opposites of that type of relationship. I have experienced being with a large group of friends, hanging out with a friend group with almost 10 members. I have been in a (laughs) medium-sized. By that, I mean um, a group of friends with around 5 to 6 members. And I have been a part of a friendship between just me and the other person. I also think that there was a time in my life when I considered that I had zero friends. Of course, by friends, I refer to people that I really hang out with and open up. Lately, as I grew older, I have been doing much introspection. I did a little exercise um, a few days ago and it goes like this. I really thought about it. Not including my family or extended family, my colleagues at work. I asked myself, who are the people that I can really trust? Someone who will actually listen to what I have to say? Someone whom I can call anytime to pour out my emotions? And someone who genuinely just wants the best for me? And upon pondering, I arrived with two people. This realization actually made me smile. To be honest, having these people in my life during this time is already such a huge blessing. Basing it on that, I realized how much my perspective on friendship changed through the years. When we were younger, or at least in my experience, the number of friends we had had the capability to define us. It's funny to watch high school or any form of school films because although some parts are very exaggerated, we really got to see how popularity is defined or your power in school is defined by having specific types of friends or being friends with the influential ones. Seeing this at a young age really pressured me into believing that I had to belong somewhere. From high school to college, I've been wanting to be part of an unbreakable group. For some reason, I've always been a floater. And by that, I simply mean that I think I can blend well, but I didn't seem to find a group where I can really belong. My experience also quite scared me because I remember a specific friend group when I was in college and they seemed to have put themselves on a pedestal and if you don't fit a certain standard, 
you are somewhat judged. I hope that the way I'm explaining this actually makes sense. And if you have experienced um, this kind of scenario, feel free to send me a DM at Rising Modern Woman. I want to know if uh, this also applied to you as well. Anyway, when I graduated, I no longer had to deal with all of that or probably that's what I thought. For some years, I have envied people with a very solid circle. Some of my high school batchmates still hang out and are very good friends with their high school classmates. These classmates of theirs are the same group that they hang out with after so many years. My closest friend also has a very close circle made up of his childhood friends. It made me wonder for years. Why didn't I get the chance to experience that? As time flew by and I put in the effort to try to know myself better, I learned how to be okay with it. More introspection actually revealed that it's what I actually prefer. <laughs> Having two close friends gives me the space that I need for myself. And just a disclaimer before I continue, I'm not in any way trying to say that you need to have a small circle. I know how wonderful it is to share amazing, fulfilling, and lifetime bonds with others. It is a human need to be social. I'm just narrating my experience here. How many friends or peers anyone has is none of our business, although I'm sharing my story for context. Taking time to know yourself is a really beautiful thing because you learn how different we all are from one another. It gives light to your values, your preferences, and so on. During the process of discovering who I am, I found out that I really love spending time alone. I need to recharge and I'm not the type of person that you'll see freeing her weekends to hang out. I love staying at home, immersing myself on music, arts, and shows. I have also been rambling about this for the past half of the episode, but I just love introspection so much. I think that I have mentioned that word so much that you can actually create a drinking game about it. <laughs> it reminds me so much of that episode from How I Met Your Mother when they created a drinking game and Robin kept saying, but um, but <laughs> on her televised news reports. I simply love hanging out by myself. Is that even a thing? But I simply love learning on my own, developing my opinion on things, and I love exploring my own perspective and preferences. By spending time alone, I also got to know myself better. This one might be quite spicy, but in my experience, I came into the realization that not everyone whom you tell your business to genuinely wants the best for you. I cannot count how many times I have regretted opening up to someone after hearing their reply. This is nothing personal, but some people just love to invalidate um, your feelings and experiences. When you find people who sincerely wants you to succeed and accepts you for who you are, that's a gem. Having a small circle allowed me to weave much of who I am without too much input from an outside circle. It simply worked for me. But enough about my story. Here are some more thoughts about friendships that might help you in a way. First, I would like to start by saying that the number of friends you have will never be a testament of your self-worth. Your self-worth is inherent. It is not tied to anything. You are and will always be worthy. Let's start with the juicy points that I want to make today. First, 
it's all right to cut ties with people who do not value you and your time. There are people who just can't or simply refuse to meet you halfway. There are times when we go all out for others, but when it's our turn to ask a favor or simply ask for support, they come up with excuses or push their problems in the limelight. They become the main character again and again without giving you space to share your stories. This is an incredibly draining relationship and I can attest to that. I had so many old friends that dumped all their emotions and stories on me, but when it's my turn to share, they disappear or change the topic. Don't ever bear with that kind of relationship because you deserve better. Life is too short to spend with shit people. Don't stay with people who bring you down. The world is already too full of negativity to make your inner circle filled with that as well. You can gently and respectfully kick these people out of your life. (laughs) Another thing is, the more you learn to love yourself, the more your standards get high because you start to know how you deserve to be treated. When you start your self-development journey, you start to recognize when people mistreat you. You define your boundaries and the people who benefited from you having no boundaries at all will get pissed off. Value yourself enough to recognize that and give yourself the permission to distance yourself from the people who do not treat you well. Or worse, stick with you because you come with perks and all that. The next point is it's okay to grow apart from people. As we grow older, we know more about our values and we learn what we want and don't want to do. It's okay to grow apart from friends and realize that your values in life don't match anymore. That somewhat brings me to my next point. Don't force friendships and don't chase people. If you feel like your so-called friends don't want to spend time with you anymore and they can't reciprocate the friendship that you give them, it's alright to let them go. After all, if all that you wanted to offer was genuine friendship, love, support, then that's their loss. It's okay not to be invited into events. I don't know how you call it nowadays, but we've all been there. We've heard about gatherings and never got the message. Your worth is not determined by the number of parties you are invited on. And we all have something to do anyway. That sounded bitter, but the point is, drop the FOMO. You're better off with the company of people who are real to you. I think you have heard this again and again, but it's simply true and very important. Quality over quantity. If you have 10 friends but no one from that list respects you and roots for you, then one friend who supports you and wants the best for you is priceless. Another thing is, don't be afraid to be left alone for now because there is still time to build amazing relationships. As I've said, your standards evolve as you learn to love and value yourself more. One thing also changes, your energy or aura, whatever you want to call it. Eventually, people will notice. The right people will gravitate towards you and will want to be in your energetic space. My last point is, protect your energy and don't let anyone else simply walk in and drain the hell out of you. Our energy is so precious and you are precious. Don't waste time on people who enter your life and take what you have to offer and walk away when they don't need you anymore. 
discern and always look at the intentions and actions and not just just and not just the attention just continue valuing yourself and never attach your value to anyone outside of you you deserve genuine people you deserve genuine friendships Sharing this makes me so emotional because this aspect of myself has always been something that I was very insecure about. All my life, I never felt like I truly fit in. For years, I thought that there was something wrong with me. It took years before I felt okay and settled with who I am. Now that I'm embarking on continuously bettering myself, I have realized that Peace of mind will always be more important than accumulating relationships that sometimes may tend to be very superficial. Something that one of my mentors shared also stuck with me. In a way, adult friendships are very special. Unlike when we were in school when having friends provided so many benefits like having someone to hang around with during lunch or partnering on schoolworks, we are now... Um, very self-sufficient, and we can provide ourselves with what we need. Adult friendships are unlike any other because all that we have to offer to each other is genuine friendships. Having even just one person to share that bond with is very beautiful, magical, and such a big blessing. So if you have friends like that, take time to thank them today. Now, let's move on to one of my favorite portions of this podcast. The portion where I give the mic to you figuratively. Here's the question for this week. Hi, Kath. I've been a fan of your blog since day one. And before I drop my question, I'd like to congratulate you for your successful launch of Rising Modern Woman. Alright, so here's my question. I'd like to ask... What makes you go to work every day? This has been my struggle for quite a while now. I honestly have no motivation to go to work nowadays and I find myself being unproductive even after work hours. There were times when I thought that maybe it's time to shift careers but I always doubt myself and my skills. I'm not confident enough to find a new job but I no longer feel satisfaction in my current job. Thank you and looking forward to hearing your thoughts and advice for people who experience the same too. Wow, that's a heavy one. And before anything else, of course, I would like to thank you. Thank you for taking time to support me. I promise to deliver all that I can to provide you more value. And I just want to say that I know exactly how you feel. I have been that way before. I have a lot of points I want to share and I want to dissect your question and give all that I can to support you. Consider this a pep talk but also somewhat a tough love talk as well. After finishing my degree, I thought that having a job would immediately take all my worries away. I guess that I placed such a high value on getting a job because my mind has always been programmed to join the rat race, the corporate world. It was all that I thought I was supposed to do. 
Eventually, I got burned out at work. I knew that I wanted to create an impact, but I didn't feel like my job fulfilled that part of me. I also felt like I can make better use of my skill set. I guessed it all changed and got better when I learned how to shift my perspective. We all have a tendency to focus on the negatives. I used to do that a lot. One exercise which really helped me out the first time that I did it was rewriting my day at work using the perspective of gratitude. It might sound simple, but it actually worked because there are a lot of things that I was thankful for, but I just didn't notice it before. This is probably one of the first things that I would recommend. Try writing your day or even just imagining your regular workday in the perspective of gratitude. I would recite one of the passages I actually wrote to strengthen this point. I did this about a year ago. I don't know about you guys, but I love diving into the specifics. I love it when I listen to podcasts and the host actually gives examples and shares her own experience or perspective. So here's my entry. I wake up at around 7am and I'm thankful for the time that I have to sneak in a simple yoga routine and eat breakfast. I head to work and I'm filled with gratitude. I have my own space at work. I have the resources that I need and there are colleagues at my job that I love hanging out with. My morning coffee makes me happier. I'm glad that we have a functioning water dispenser at the office. I help people fulfill one of their lifetime dreams through the nature of my work. My job sustains me and because of it, I get to buy most of what I want. After a day's work, I get to head home and I'm thankful to have a job that allows me to still have time to rest and do other things. It was a great day. Guys, guys, guys. I know that that may have sounded like a utopian scenario, but hear me out and give it a chance. The thing is, sometimes we are so preoccupied with all the things that we hate on our jobs that we fail to appreciate the small things. My first advice would be to try your hardest to see the parts of your current job that you can be thankful for. But here's the thing. Whether you choose to leave your work or not, just remember that there is an equal number of positives and negatives that come with that decision. There is always an equal number of pros and cons. Another thing is this. I was scrolling through TikTok a few nights ago and I came across a video of a girl asking a motivational speaker. She was asking the speaker whether she should pursue her college degree or start a business. She was overthinking about the edge someone has when he or she has a college degree and on the other hand, she feels like there was a possibility to waste time if she actually goes to uni. The speaker told her that either way, she would never know how the other decision will actually turn out. Imagine the brain, the mind-blown emoji. That was my reaction. He was so right. So instead of overthinking what step to take, take action based on what speaks to your heart the most, what you feel would align to your highest good and what will fulfill you and make you happy. I also want to say there are times when we tend to belittle ourselves. If you have a job right now, you are probably with people with almost the same skill set as you. Because of that, you forget how talented you actually are in your field. 
your years of experience accumulates and your expertise is honed. Every day you spend at your work is giving you valuable learning experience. So don't ever believe that you are not good enough. Whether you decide to stay or leave your job, don't ever doubt yourself. You are unlike anyone else, literally. Some of us may have the same level of expertise in one skill, but we cannot have a carbon copy of someone else's entire skill lineup. This simply means that you can offer something that others can't. Your uniqueness will always draw you apart from the crowd. And my last point has something to do with um, what you said about no longer being satisfied with what you are doing. If you really feel deep within your heart that you are bound for something better, bigger, and more fulfilling, don't be afraid to go for it. Love your goals more than your fears and love your future more than your worries. I think that I have mentioned this before, but this is really relevant. You can completely reinvent yourself and actively choose to create a life that can give you happiness. You are the only person who can choose that and give yourself that chance to live your dreams. So don't ever settle for an uninspired and unfulfilled life. You deserve so much more. Remember that. That was quite a lot, I guess. I hope that I reached my goal for this episode and make it longer than 15 minutes. And I hope that it helped even just a little. I'm sure that some of the listeners may also have been dealing with something like this. And I really hope that this supported them as well. I think that's all I have to share for today. I'll be quite shameless on this third episode. If you love this episode, please give the show a rating on iTunes or simply share it on your stories and tag me at Rising Modern Woman. It would really help the show a lot and it might be able to reach someone out there who needs to hear this. I'm so thankful for you and I'm sending all my love. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Feel free to ask questions on my website, risingmodernwoman.com. Wishing you a wonderful day ahead and I'll see you in the next episode.